This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Deary, 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 deary me, boys and girls. Hello and welcome to the Gunatour. Back in with you guys for another show. After Arsenal have lost 2-1 in Spain against Villarreal in what was easily my least favourite game of the season by a long, long different... And that says something. That that says so much. That that, that was my least favourite game. And you think about all of the performances we've seen this season. That That was horrific. That was everything was wrong about that performance. Everything was wrong about the team selection. I'm just pouring myself a drink. That's the only way I can actually cope with this situation. Um, Beaver Town, shout out because um, you're getting me through this. I don't really know what to say, so I'm going to get a lot of your thoughts today in the chat box. I can't. There's nothing I can say to justify what I saw today. Absolutely nothing justifies that performance and nothing justifies the team selection as well because I was actually a little bit hopeful you know when I saw it I was a little bit hopeful that Pepe might be a central striker but oh no we think with these guys we can play like Manchester City with a false nine apparently Emil Smith-Rowe is literally Kevin De Bruyne rather than the Croydon De Bruyne I just the unbelievable naivety from Arteta today absolutely unbelievable naivety this is the cl- this is probably the closest i've been to turning around and going look i i can't there's how much can i how much more can i say what can i say to defend this at this point what can i say about it what can i say about this to try <laughs> I, I, I don't get it i don't know what i could say to make this any better because it's not it's not better, is it? It was absolutely, absolutely awful. Just sorting out the lighting because there's a little bit of flicker in the background, which I don't really know why. There we go. Um, just the team, the way in which he picked the team, to go with that side, to go with Granite Xhaka up against Chuck Wethe, in itself was chaotic. And it showed in the first few minutes where we conceded the Nigeria on the right-hand side easily getting through, laying it off, simple shot, no one blocking it, second goal, step off, step off, step off, corner conceded, really cheaply, comes in, not high enough, don't know one at the back post to stop the ball going in the back of the net, really poor, 
Um, <laughs> we're so lucky we're still in this game. Somehow we're still in this game. I don't, I don't know how. And I'm sorry, but you know how much I've backed this guy. You know how much I've defended this this manager and this this team. And there is no one that can turn around and go, "Don't worry, guys. There's still 90 minutes. Don't worry," because you are being naive if you are. You cannot accept that. You cannot accept the decisions that have gone on there. It would be so, so just ignorant to do that. You can't accept that display with that team, with that selection, in that moment, in that stage of the competition. You just can't. It's not acceptable. It's not okay picking that side. And pick, and, and also, the fact we made one change before the 85th minute. We can make five subs. Five. And not only that, Ceballos gets a yellow card in the first half, right at the start of the second half, takes out, I think it might have been Kapoor, at the start of that second half. And that in itself should have been a second yellow and a sending off. And so for some reason, there wasn't the reaction to go, you know what, he probably needs to come off at this point. Let's bring a forward on. Let's move Saka to left back and move Xhaka into midfield. Because this Xhaka at left back situation is not working. It's just not working at all, whatsoever. Deary me. Um, let's scroll down and get some of your thoughts and comments. Uh, Neil Cooper says, Arteta was shown up by Emery. We seem clueless. No pattern of play. We must see now that this job is way too big for him. Uh, Peter Goulding says, no adaptability has been Arteta's MO. Play the way that suits the players. Don't force them to play a style that they can't play. Uh, Calvin says, we had so many midfielders on that pitch yet got so overrun in midfield. And full team says, there's a thin line between arrogance and stupidity. And I'm not sure where Arteta is on this performance. Terrible decisions before the game and during. The players were not at the races today. Uh, Yoni Matt says, let's talk about our penalty. Yes, I think we were very lucky and fair play to Saka for winning that penalty because he won that penalty. How many players have we seen, Jamie Vardy, etc., that leave their leg in? Oh, that was really, really lucky on our half. Really lucky to get that pen. Uh, Sabusaso says, Arteta probably gets uh, docked if he makes subs before the 85th minute. Un oh, just... We played better with 10 men, says Dave. We played better when Sabas wasn't on the pitch. If you don't need to know any more about that, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Thabella says, Tom, experience is so overrated. This is why experience is so important when it comes to management. Again, I think experience is an overrated quality, 100%. I don't agree with you. And it's not a case where one manager turns that out to be wrong. Joseph Maseko says he wasted the subs today. He brought on two players in the final turn. He brought on two players with less than a minute left on the game. Change it. It wasn't working at half time. How you could send that same 11 out at half time was unreal was absolutely un unreal how you can look at that first half display and go, yep, this team's going to turn this around. We're going to get back into this game. It's not, it's so fortunate that we did, that we were able to. There is only, the only hope that we've got is for next Thursday, is for Tierney to be back, it's for Lacquer to be back, it's for Aubameyang to be fully fit and we've got one of those two available to us. We need Xhaka back in the middle of the midfield. We can't keep playing him at left back. It's not working. We lack so much. Thomas Partey was trying so hard to find the passes in behind. The amount of times he passed out expecting his left back to be there. And Xhaka was so far disciplined in, in terms of how far back he was in the pitch. He just wasn't. And people overlook that and say, oh my God, what's wrong with Partey's passing? I'm sorry, but no, you're wrong. He's passing into the spaces where someone should be. 
He's preempting that, and he's just operating at a higher level than what we have available to us. And you can go and criticise that. But it's just you look at the pass to Abamyang in the final few minutes. The passes out, the recoveries, the ball possession, the turnovers. He was winning those. Partey was one of our best players today, and he showed the reasons why we need him in the team. But he was so let down by everyone else around him. So, so, so let down. The, the dropping quality from him to everyone else is just utterly ridiculous at this stage. Dave says, what is so unfathomable is that in the early days, Arteta made bold calls, changed the personnel quickly, and now he's gone all Wenger on us. Uh, Big Celts says, the way that we play is embarrassing. Uh, Pranjal says, we need Tini and Louise. I agree. If Louise is back, put Gabriel in. Gabriel and Louise, because it's just, it just wasn't good enough. I thought holding had a re holding had one of his worst games for me today. I know he did his clearance and everything, but I just thought he looked a little bit out of his depth. I thought holding just looked a little bit overwarded by the situation. And Chambers, Chambers had the worst display I've seen for a while. Really, really poor from Chambers today. And I've been really kind of praising of Chambers over the last few weeks, but he was really poor today. Not in the right place. Um, Deary me. Uh, boom, 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 boom. I'm just getting a little bit bored of, of people who want to put silly comments in my chat box, so you can see you later. Um, Chris Smith says, Tom, do you still trust the process? Um, yes, it's, I said, as I said at the start of the show, this is this is probably the closest I've come to being like, look, it doesn't matter. I've said I want to judge him next season. I said I want to wait. I want to wait until next season to see the investment. But I can't back those decisions. I can't back that. I can't support that. I can't support those decisions. There's nothing I can say that's going to justify what I saw from the manager today. He got it utterly wrong. So, so wrong. And if that's what we can expect over the next year, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. And I'd rather someone else was there. But the thing is, is that we have seen, like we saw the Slavia Prague game. We saw the Chelsea game. We've seen the Leicester away. We've seen these performances, West Brom. We've seen the Brighton game. We've seen really encouraging performances under Arteta. But he just isn't consistent. He's not consistent in making these decisions in his team. Absolutely. Manoj says Leno's save was massive. Let's give some credit to Leno because he's, getting, he's been getting a lot of stick. He couldn't do much about the first goal. He certainly couldn't do much about the second goal. But Gerard Moreno had a chance to put Villarreal 3-0 up and absolutely kill the tie. And he made a huge save. So fair play. Fair play for that. Um, Matt Alexander says, if we somehow get to the final, do you see us having a chance against... Yeah, United... If we play like that, absolutely no chance. Absolutely no chance. Red Kem says, Arteta thinks he has Man City players. He's, he does seem to be trying to play a system that we just aren't capable of doing. That just really does seem to be it. Jebelani says, Arteta really killed us today. The minute Sabas made the first bad tackle in the second half, he should have been subbed at that very moment. You're spot on. Um, Cayman says, nobody is saying Emery is not a good manager. Nobody is saying that. I don't like the guy. I, I would have got rid of him sooner because I think he cost us Champions League places at the end of that season. And obviously at the end of the tenure, awful, awful, awful. It's, it's a really easy stick to beat. The situation with and it's it lacks context. Um, he did not fear Arsenal. He's the most successful manager in this competition. Arteta got it wrong, but stop the comparisons. I agree with you, Cayman. To compare the two is, is stupid. It really is. It's just pointless at this stage. It makes no sense. Villarreal is such a good fit for what Uno Emery is. Why he's so successful with Sevilla? 
so well there. And then he just didn't really work at PSG and surprise, surprise, didn't really work at Arsenal. But go back to Spain, go back where he's got that utter, he's in his habitat, it works. He can communicate it excellently and get his ideas across how he wants. And it works. But yeah, no, it's, if we, if we put on a display like that, if we don't show any fight desire in the next game and we are just thrown out of the Europa League at a canter, then there is my whole thing about I want to wait to next season has to have has to be evaluated, has to be reviewed. Absolutely has to be reviewed. Because we can't be thrown out. There can't be absolutely no consequences for an awful knocking out in the semi-finals against a team that we should beat. Villarreal are a team that Arsenal should be going through against. There are no excuses there. No excuses whatsoever. Uh, Sue says, hi, Tom. Uh, we have no attack without these overlaps. It's absolutely depressing. Why? What did Cedric do wrong to not be able to play left-back for three more games? It's a good question. I think what he did against Slavia Prague uh, was probably the reason that, that we, he cost us in that game with the pass and, and the situation. But to, to drop him for all these games, it makes no sense. It gives you a lot more than what Granite Xhaka does there. It's really, it's cost us. It really has cost us there. Peter Renner says, do you think, I'm timing you out. Um, Peter says, do you think that a lot of these players know they may not be here as a factor in some of these poor performances? Um, maybe Peter, but I'm sorry. Today, it's, 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 I can't look at the players. We've had really bad performances and I blame the players. I can't blame the players today. I can't blame the players. I think it's a poor team. I think that overall we don't have a very good squad, but we have a better squad than Villarreal. It's better than them. We should be beating them. I've seen this team do things this season that makes me know that we can beat that side. But Arteta's tactics today and Arteta's team selection cost us. Cost us big time. Big, big time. Um, Ryan says Pepe was amazing. He was the only one really fighting today. I thought Pepe was great. It's just... It's just... he. He, he did what he could with, with what he was given. <laughs> really, really, really should have should have done more with what we had in the game. Partey, I thought, was our best player. Pepe was a very close second. Martinelli came on and did as much as he feasibly could. We just really lacked intensity and speed and quick changes of passing. And I do put that on a bit on Smith, Rowe and Erdogan. I think there were times where they went backwards and they shouldn't have done. I didn't think Erdogan had a good game at all. I think he deserved to be taken off. It was slow. It was really slow. Xhaka was poor with his with the way that he was trying to pass forwards. Really negative. Chambers, really negative. Really poor. Sabios, awful. Absolutely dreadful from Sabios today. And, and that's regardless of the yellow cards and stuff. Absolutely regardless of that. Ray Anderson says, Coleman, you do realise that we were down to 10 men. Mate, we were down to 10 men. Like We, we conceded twice with 11 against 11. We conceded twice then. So there's no excuses about there being a red card. There's no excuses there at all. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not justifiable to say that, oh, we, we should have had whatever. It doesn't matter. It does not matter because we were, we, they were the better side in the first half by a distance. By a distance, they were the better half, better team, team in the first side. And we gave it to them on a plate. Absolutely gave it to them. Uh, Coleman says, 15 minutes to play 10 versus 10 and Arteta made no changes. I don't got it, Coleman. I agree with you 100%. How you can't react to that situation. Emery reacted straight away. 
absolutely. Coquelin came on, Moy Gomez came on, change, get more energy. You're down to 10 men. You're down to 10 men, or they go down to 10 men. You've got a chance to really step up and really put the pressure on. Even if it's players that I'm not biggest fans of, give them a chance, put Nelson on. Why is, why is there, why are they there? Are they there to make up the numbers? Is that what it is? What In what situation, then, are we going to bring on Nelson and Nketiah? What, in what situation are they there for? What's the point? What's the point of them being there if you're never going to use those options? Because we were in the 85th minute and we've made one of our five changes. It made no sense whatsoever. Um, Daniel Roberts says, the false nine never works. Willian against City, Emil Smith right today. And I don't know why we tried it again. I really, really don't. Robert Jones says, yes, Tom, we agree. Very frustrating. Jason says, Partey was... Are you mad? Partey was... Partey was the best player on our pitch. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, but the only reason that people are considering Partey to be not good today was because of the misplaced passes that went into the right areas and his teammates were not in the right places at the right time. He's operating on a different level and a higher level to everyone else. His passing to Aubameyang at the, at the end of the game was unreal. His recoveries were brilliant. His forward passes were great. If you expect him to be better than that, I'm sorry... But your view of the game is skewed in the wrong direction and is a substandard level. Partey was our best player. And I will not have anything telling me otherwise because what he did today was so good at trying to get us forwards, trying to progress us, because he was the only guy bloody trying to do it, trying to get us into those spaces, trying to get the ball back and recover and go forwards. It's, it's ridiculous that that can't be seen. Absolutely unbelievable that that cannot be seen. Matt Denny says, if it, it wasn't so much about the subs, I felt that the lack of intent to score a second after they got to 10 was our biggest downfall. Um, Aditya said, Partey couldn't have managed the whole midfield himself. He effectively tried to because we had because Sabas was so poor today. He effectively had to do the whole thing by himself. Awful. Thibaut Pesk uh, says, Partey was good in the last third two. Maybe we should play him further up. And this is why we need to sign someone that's going to play next to him that can unleash him. Someone that's going to be better. Someone that's going to be better than what we've got. That's why it's such an important position for us, is really strengthening Partey's partner. And again, Peter Gould, Partey was decent. Sorry, but it's a joke to say that anyway. And people think, people who look... Uh, kind of these instant moments, the awful shot, and apparently that just that kind of encapsulates an entire performance. No, look beyond that. Don't be so human in looking at things and just at what pinpoint those moments because it's it's just so frustrating, so frustrating. Uh, Mr. Thuggy says, uh, "I don't get why Leno keeps wasting time, and we should have went for the second goal, uh, though we did make a vital save." Hamza says, "I don't think Partey played well." Those misplaced passes are a part of the problem when we are trying to create chances. Hamza, again, I need to get these people into people's heads. I need to get this into your heads. You look at the passes that he's misplacing. You look at where he's putting them. Where he's putting those passes, a player should be in those places. It's pure coaching and it's amateurish positioning from our fullbacks. And that's part down to the team selection. You put Chambers and you put Xhaka as your fullbacks. You don't have the advancement up the pitch. You don't have the, the desire to run forwards. Partey plays those passes in those areas because there should be synergetically a connection to know that there's someone going to be there. It's Sunday league amateurish football to just look up, see the player, pass it there. That's not what makes a top, top, top class player. A top class player knows where the player should be, anticipates and passes it into those areas. It's not a bad pass. It's a pass that should find someone. 
It's a difference between just looking at a game on a Sunday league level and where we're looking at it here. It's just, it frustrates me that people just can't see it. Um, Robert Jones says, Party constantly trying to play forward. High risk passing is required to drive the team forwards. Um, Pablo says, Party hate is dumb. Lenny says, first shot on target was the penalty. Yes, it's absolutely ridiculous. Freddie Stebbing says, Chuck Wazy was class today. And the thing is, is that we made him class. I thought he was good, but we made him look a lot better than he is because we just didn't defend against him. Xhaka against Chuck Wazy was an absolute nailed-on mistake to put those two against each other. And yet we still did it. We still did it. What frustrates me about this manager is that you and me, we can see things that should be different. We see things that should be changed. And for some reason, I don't know why, but he persists with these things. And that's what then makes me throw so much doubt into my view on the situation. 100% there's doubt. And you know what really frustrates me? And I'll tell you, when I was on with um when I was uh when I was on with Hugh earlier, that there's there is, and I don't want to talk about this because I think it's important. Because it's the wrong way that the fans support the the fans are so fickle sometimes. Because and I get I get that what people want to see a rise. I get that people want to see a reaction from you. But say right, I'm someone that's about this coach. I'm someone that supported this manager. I'm someone that's wanted him to succeed. I'm someone that hasn't abused people that don't agree with me. Yeah, I've not abused anyone. And now there are characters, and I call them characters for a reason. There are characters out there that do abuse others for having a different opinion. I don't do that. And yet the funniest thing is, is that whilst I could be the most respectable person in the world, as professional as feasibly possible, is that when I go out and try and back this coach and the Arsenal are losing, and that is the worst situation possible, is that my club that I love are losing, and that some people's first thought is to go and tweet me or send a comment, like, do you like trust the process, cry and laughing face, and all of this. It's just unreal. Like that your club is losing, and your first thought is, I know what I'm gonna do. I know what I'm gonna do. I wanna go message that guy. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. So you got your eyes, congratulations. It's just your mugs. <laughs> <laughs> absolute mugs. Oh, I've got my rant off my chest. Now I'm happy now. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely unreal. Teng Wang says, the tie is not done yet. So let's not go and panic. In Let's not go into panic mode. We still have the second tie to finish the business. And we can with the players coming back. Uh, Pranjau says, Smith Rowe looks confused in this false nine. Arteta has to make take maximum blame. I agree with you. Chet Perk says, people online are trolls, Tom. You know, I know I know this. I've been on YouTube for a long time. I know this. I know this. It just, I I just feel like I have to say something for once because I usually just ignore it all. And there's a good reason why I do because I make me annoyed. The fact of the matter is, is that you're not fans of the club. If, you're first, if your first thought when Arsenal are losing is to go and criticise someone that's actually tried to support as much as possible and is respectful and is not as someone who abuses people, and your first thought, I get it, it's kids. I get it. I understand it. I understand that it's kids. I get it. But it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Glenn Cook says, these uh, those trolls don't care about the club. They just want to be proven right on social media. 
Uh, Matt Denny says, trolls are not fans. I agree with you. Uh, Forever an Arsenal fan says, at least Sabios can't play uh, until next week. Uh, Jashar says, Tom, do you trust Arteta with the second leg? Um, the thing is, is that, as I've talked about, we've seen this team smash second legs. They look at the Slavia Prague game. We know what we're capable of. We know we can turn up a really good performance. We just need to do it consistently. And that's not what we're not doing. And I think his team selection is hard, is hurting us. I'm just praying that we get Tierney back. I'm praying that we get Lacazette back. I'm praying that we get Aubameyang back. I'm praying that we get Xhaka back into midfield, that we get a proper left back, that we have Gabriel and Louise playing at the back. Because it just changes things for us. It just makes... I'm sorry, but a team that's Leno... And arguably, Cedric needs to come in. Arguably. I mean, to be honest, based on Chambers' performance, I think I'd even rather Bellerin at the moment. One of those two, Louise and Gabriel and Tierney. I mean, already that back line sounds amazingly better. Xhaka and Partey in the midfield. You've got Pepe up. You've got Pepe on the left. Saka on the right. Lacazette up top. And then one of Erdogan and Smith-Rowe at number 10. But that is so, so much better than what we saw today. And we, it's, it's, the potential of that team is so much greater. you just got to pray that they're fit. And we've left ourselves short. We didn't sign a natural left-back in January. We've put ourselves in this position that we have to move Xhaka into left-back. But at the same time, he's picking those players. He's still picking Xhaka, even though we got ripped apart by Richarlison at the weekend on Friday. It's, it's, it makes no sense. It just makes... No sense. So frustrating. Really, you you genuinely you start to feel betrayed because you back the guy and he just makes these mistakes and it's really frustrating. Uh, Brett says, fingers crossed we go through, but say we don't for the rest of the season. Do you think we should stick the youngsters like Balogun? Yeah, I agree. 100%, mate. 100%. 100%. Neptune says, Tom, the second leg is going to have so much pressure. It's for the future of the club. Um, it's, it is. And the thing is, is that we could go to the final, right, and we'd lose because Man United look at a much, much, much better side than us. We can go to the final and lose. But the thing is, is that I can't excuse going out against Villarreal in a semi-final. I can't, there's no explanation for that. Losing to Man United in a final, I can justify that. I can justify it because they look a much better team and they've got a much, much better squad than us. But I can't justify losing against Francis Coquelin I can't justify that. It's not justifiable. It, it's just not. And you, Arteta's picked a team that was worse tactically on paper than Emery's team. Emery picked a better team than, than Arteta today. Emery won today. Emery won the day. Absolutely, 100%. Because Arteta picked the wrong team, wrong tactics, wrong everything. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's, what the, it's, why, it's, why, it's why the title is that, because it was so wrong all over the pitch. All over the pitch. Reggie says, Tom, what am I missing? I thought Xhaka was okay and Sabahs blew that defence. When Martinelli was helping, they kept things in line, I thought. Look, Xhaka's okay, Reggie. He's okay, but we don't need okay, Reggie. We need great. We need top class. We need brilliant performances. We need 11 Thomas Pies. That's what we need. That's what we want. That's what we should have. We don't have that. And okay isn't good enough. Because Villarreal, whilst I criticise them, whilst I think we're better than them, they are better than OK. So OK isn't good enough, Reggie. That's 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 what you're missing. Average is not OK at the moment. Um, Q-Man, 
says, uh, we need pacey players. Lack of pace hurts us in the midfield. Calvin says, even if Arteta loses to Emery, he will not get sacked. They'll give him another window. Yeah, they will. They will, 100%. They will 100% do it. I will not campaign for his sacking. I'll comment and say I think that he should be, or whatever, when the time comes. But yeah. Benjamin, thank you. <laughs> Says, props for doing these videos after performances like these. It's been a rough season. Daily content, a video every single... And that's another thing. That's why I get upset is probably the wrong word. Agitated, frustrated. Is that put on this service. Doesn't cost you anything, unless you remember. And I appreciate all the support. Doesn't cost you to do this, to turn up, watch the shows. Or anyone for that matter. And it just frustrates me that someone that like myself that doesn't go out and abuse people online gets that abuse. And I get it, it's trolls. I get it. I know that's what you're telling me. <laughs> I should ignore it. I know. I know I should. I, I've been doing this for nearly five. I have been doing this for five years. I should know this by now. But yeah, it's just frustrating because I show the utmost respect as I can. And you just don't get it back. And that's, that's what's frustrating. But thank you, Ben. I really appreciate that. And thank you, uh, Matt Denny, for joining up as a member. Really appreciate the support. Uh, you Honestly, the members are fantastic. You've joined a really good a really good crew of people. Um, Slavomir says, Tom, can you give a tactical breakdown on the double sub for 30 seconds, please? <laughs> yes, here's my tactical breakdown. Let's start with the overall analysis. Idiocy. <laughs> Just pure idiot. I don't get it. Silly. Wasting time. That was the only thing. Absolutely. Wasting time. Uh, dearie me. Yep. John, you're right. Part A cannot shoot. Uh, T. Marcus says, mate, Arteta won't be around for long. So the sooner he leaves, the better. Check Perk says, does anyone see our toothless and attack and not fear for the future? Yes. 100%. If we don't improve the squads, then yeah. Anscott says, Tom, stop overthinking it. People won't always be nice. <laughs> it's best not to care. I know. I know, mate. I know. Um, Peter says, what was our second best chance? Great question, Peter. Um, hmm. <laughs> Honestly, Peter, we created nothing, mate. That's the difference. It's like the Olympiacos game at home when we lost 1-0 went through. A lot of questions, but we created enough to win that game. We created nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Awful, really, really bad. Uh, Grief Hampton uh, says uh, Arsenal can't uh, become a sacking club. There's not enough backing from the owners. Let's see what Arteta can do with a better team. He might not pick the best team, Grief. That's the problem that we've got. Is that that's that's what's becoming very much apparent right now is that he's not picking the best team. He's not picking the best players for the job. He's not setting us up right. And when he makes the mistake, there's a cognitive dissonance about his kind of, his managerial output because he's not even changing it. He's getting stubborn. He thinks that he's picked the right team to do the right job and he's not changing it. And it has to, I mean, someone, please, in the press conference, I wish, honestly, I'm grinding away. One day I might be in those press conferences, but my God, someone if you're in there. Charles Watts, Chris Wheatley, Art DeRoche, all of you. Someone ask him about the subs. Someone. Why? You've got five subs. Did someone ask the question, Ian, why? Why did you choose not to change it earlier? Why 
did you not think it might be a good idea to bring Ceballos off when he had that tackle in the second half? Why was it so late that you chose to make the subs? Do you think that your team selection was right today? Why did you choose to not go with a focal striker? Why have you persisted with Granite Xhaka at left back when it's not working? Ask the questions. The people want to know the answers. That's what you need to do. Cayman, thank you so much for the super chat, mate. Don't give them time of day, Tom. The more you grow, the more this will happen. You could view it as a sign of progress. I know. I know, mate. It's really And to be fair, I do go through all of Hugh's um, watch-alongs, and I, I do look at the chat, and I see a lot of abuse, and I absolutely ignore it 100% all the time. I ignore it. Um, but, yeah, it's just really, really difficult. Um, Daniel Roberts says, according to James Bench, Arteta said he was planning on taking Arteta Sabah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He should have been off earlier, mate. He should have been off so much earlier than that. It's not an excuse. You can't turn around and say, oh, I was planning to take him off. It doesn't work that way. It does, doesn't work that way. Um, Claudius uh, says, Xhaka left back must end. I agree with you. Lloyd Davies says, how can everyone see that Sebastian was a red card waiting to happen apart from the manager? Alexander says, so glad I'm working next Thursday night and I hate work. <laughs> Agony says, it's staggering how we made no change in the second half. Incredibly arrogant. Uh, Benjamin says, arguably, if Aubameyang had been subbed 10 minutes earlier, he buries that chance from Partey. Ansgar says, Tom, don't give up on Arteta just yet. I'm not happy with this, but things can change pretty fast. Of course they can. We could go into next Thursday and blitz them. But the problem is, Ansgar, is that consistency needs to change. We're so inconsistent, and he's so inconsistent in his team selections and his subs and everything. I can't – you can't justify it. There's no justification for it. Matt G says, did Coquelin learn that no-look passes while at Arsenal? <laughs> he mugged our whole team off. Yeah, a no-look pass to set up Gerard Moreno. Unbelievable, seems. Uh, Omar says, Tom, it's a miracle that we're still in this tie. We were embarrassing. I agree with you, mate. Uh, have your say, the Arsenal way. Says, after wanting him to have a summer transfer window and to give Arteta until Christmas, I'm starting to be Arteta doubtful. He can't play football the pep way. Yeah, and that's the fine. And what I'll say is, to finish the show, if you are, were, still am, like me, or you are wanting to back the coach, and you are having doubts, that's fine, guys. That's absolutely fine. You're, it's okay to change your mind. It doesn't matter if you have other people that want to or, or crucify you for it. It's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. It may be that you were wrong. That's absolutely fine, because everyone's wrong at some point. I may end up being very, very wrong about the process. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of jokes, a lot of laughs. But there is a point where you have to turn around and go, look, it's not it's not working for me anymore. It's not working. I'm not quite there. I'm very, I'll tell you what, after today, I got very, 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 very close. Very close. Um, and it is on next Thursday. If we have a similar performance next Thursday, then I'm really going to be evaluating the situation. Really, I'm going to be assessing the situation. Um, because if we go out with a really temp, a tepid performance, a really poor team selection, a really poor tactics, it's hard to defend that. And it's 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 part of you that wants to go look, maybe give the summer to someone else. I, I trust Edu. I think he's made some good decisions in the transfer market, but he's not making the decisions in the team selection. That's on Arteta. So that's what we got to think about. I can't I can't forgive some stuff. 
I really, really can't forgive some of the stuff that I saw today. It's really difficult to do that. It's going to be an awful week. It's going to be really tough getting to next Thursday. I was so pumped for this game. I was really up for this game. Really, really, I was excited for it. I was predicting wins. I was predicting comfortable wins because I was buzzing about it. I was excited. I was confident. I wanted to see Arsenal again because I love this club. Absolutely love Arsenal to, to my core. I just want to see us win. I just want to see us progress. My my pride, my channel, my arrogance, whatever, it's all secondary to this club. It doesn't matter. Does not matter. Club comes first. Always. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, we go again. <laughs> please drop a like, guys. Please drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it. And even if you haven't, even if you don't agree with me, please drop a like because I really appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Yeah. Oh, five o'clock show tomorrow. Oh, no. No, there won't be a five o'clock show. There'll be a uh, there'll be a show in the middle of the day tomorrow. It's going to be earlier. Let's talk Arsenal. Probably around uh, one o'clock, twelve one o'clock tomorrow. We're going to do a show. We'll talk more about this. Um, so yeah, there is also a social media blackout coming, um, and I may. I think it. I think it's probably a really good idea to be social media kind of blackout wise and getting on board with it. So Twitter, Facebook, I'm probably not going to tweet. I need to look into this a bit more, educate myself onto it a little bit more, but I'm so anti, obviously, stop online abuse. Channel will still be here because I don't count this as social media. This is this is my job. Um, but Twitter, Insta, all of that, will probably probably take a take some time off of that. So that might be good, you know detox a little bit no more tweets won't be tweeting um so yeah maybe you should think about doing it yourself honestly detox from social media is is probably one of the best things that you can do so try not to do it try not to tweet try not to do all that um i have to use social media for my job so i'm going to still be doing that from that point of view but i'm not going to be tweeting um so yeah probably the best way um yeah that's going to round things off there, guys. So I really appreciate your time. Really appreciate everything uh, on the show and the support as always. I'll see you again very, very soon. Tomorrow, uh, midday-ish for Let's Talk Arsenal. It's been a pleasure. It's been frustrating, but it's been a pleasure. And as always, of the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM. 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.